So my name is Angela Montano. This is Prayer on the Air. My website is angelamontano.com. If you go on to my website and sign up for the Prayer on the Air calls, you can listen live if you're listening to the recording. So once you go to angelamontano.com, it'll all be self-evident. And again, my name, Angela, A-N-G-E-L-A, Montano, M-O-N-T-A-N-O. I welcome you. I welcome you to discovering within yourself a peace that is beyond human understanding. I bless you. I bless myself in receiving this gift. And I wrote about it in the email I sent out for this link. I, uh, you know, using the term non-dual prayer. That's what we're interested in, non-dual prayer. Non-dual prayer, as opposed to dualistic prayer, is a tremendous game changer. So when I think of dualistic prayer, I think of what many of us grew up with around prayer, which is, you know, I want, I want, I want, I want. There's something I need to get, get, get. And I'm going to go to this invisible presence. I may call that presence God higher power the universe to receive and get, to receive and get. Then I might study the law of attraction, go, oh, you don't get what you want, you get what you are. I've got to be vibrationally in alignment with the feeling tone of already having what I want. To those who have, more is given. To those who have not, even that which they have is taken away, uh, that Passage is seen as something we decode, and so we work on getting into a state of having consciousness. And true, manifestations do occur from that state, no doubt. And yet, it's a lot of work to try to always be in the having as opposed to the wanting. Uh, I had a spiritual teacher once say that the energy of wanting is a condensation of lack. And yet it does seem like we want, 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 want. Doesn't it? I want a good day. I want to eat right. I want to get a decent night's sleep. What what do we do with all this desire? And if we're not trying to get and have, be in a state of having to get the thing we want, what do we do? What What would non-dual prayer be? Non-dual prayer is a consciousness in which all we want more and more and more and more and more and more of is our actual true nature or what we might refer to as God, what we might refer to as truth, what we might refer to as reality. When we read a text like The Course in Miracles, I think that text is very much in alignment with this non-dual kind of prayer where seek ye first the kingdom and all things are added unto you. I'm a student of Joel Goldsmith. I know some people who are listening have read Joel Goldsmith, but Eckhart Tolle, uh, who you all may be familiar with as well, actually talks about um, Joel Goldsmith. 
and the alignment of his work with Joe Goldsmith's work. Where when something is apparently, and I have air quotes around apparently wrong, that in relationship to what appears wrong, rather than desiring what would be right, right? That's what most of us do. This is wrong. Okay, okay, I got a good idea. This would be right. That's what I want. And that keeps us on that hamster wheel of dualistic thinking where suffering arises. So Joel Goldsmith teaches us in non-dual prayer. He even has a word, nothingize yourself. In non-dual prayer, when someone brings something to you that they want prayer for, that you are to go into what he refers to as God consciousness where you get very, very still. You connect to a presence that is non-dual, that is pure love, pure innocence, pure newness. And then you relate this consciousness to the person or the thing that or, you know, the person who asked for prayer in relationship to the thing that they ask the prayer request for. So I'm so curious what your thoughts are about what I'm saying right now. Please raise your hand, star two. Would love to hear what's going on for you. Is this like, what the heck are you talking about, Angela? Or are you vibing it with me? What? are you thinking in relationship to this? So I will wait for responses to that. And um, it's an extraordinary thing for us to be in this, I've often called our prayer on the air as a laboratory, this laboratory in which we're, we're getting to really find our own authentic connection to this extraordinary power that we have. It's it's within our own breath. It's within our own being, this presence and power of prayer. You know, the Course in Miracles calls prayer a distribution system for love, and love heals all things. And so that's a beautiful thought to bring us into our opening prayer. Uh, for anyone who is new, another welcome to you. All you do if you're tuning in via the phone, you press star 2 on your very own keypad and your hand goes up. And if you are tuning in via the web, you'll see a, a, a place to write your prayer request in. You just send it in. And uh, if you're listening to the recording, really listen. And if you're, if you're listening not to, re to ask for a specific prayer for you, but you're holding space for everyone and receiving the energy of prayer, just really listen and really hear what is the prayer medicine for you today. Let us pray. How deeply grateful I am to stop, drop, and pray. I stop what I'm doing. I drop the mind chatter. And I pray. 
just like the fire drills I learned as a child, stop, drop, and roll. I'm stopping, dropping, and praying. I just love those three words. Stop, drop, pray. So much peace would be achieved by just following those simple instructions when any kind of aggravation, irritation, frustration, terror, anguish, searing regret comes forward to any of us. Stop, drop, and pray. And when we stop and we drop and we pray, it doesn't mean we go into denial. It doesn't mean we do a spiritual bypass. But we stop. We drop the dualistic energy and we pray exactly in relationship to whatever our suffering is about. We go so deep into the trauma, the fear, the doubt, the worry, that we go all the way through it, all the way through it, to the peace that passes human understanding, to the unified field of awareness within you and me. And then the healing energy of this unified field, of this pure love, this pure innocence that I really am, that you really are, touches the very thing that was causing us consternation there's a dissolving. There's a dissolving of upset. There is a clarity. And the action and the movement of the prayer has its way with us. This is a dynamic way to live in the world and yet not of the world. I accept in this holy instant in this eternal moment that I am, you are, we are one in the loving. As St. Valentine's Day is tomorrow, I accept our prayer call today primes us to be in an actual celebration of love that we might put our judgment and our fear on the back burner at least and just see what happens we challenge ourselves to commit to love. And even if you're listening to this and Valentine's Day is past, it's never too late to be curious, to be passionate about living in the loving, loving in the living. I bless our prayer meeting today. I accept that that which is to be said is said. And what is to be heard is heard. What is to be released is released. And that which is to be embraced is embraced. Amen. 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 So we'll go straight to our telephone uh, requests today. Eileen, hello. Good morning. Good morning. 
I totally agree with the dualistic versus unified thinking, and you know, I, I believe that God is all, everything, especially all the emotions. And I got my teeth cleaned early this morning, and I was leaving here, and I was so grateful that I have dental insurance, and my teeth were so clean. And then I was listening to some music, and I often change the music, and I make it about a relationship between my source, my higher power, and I. Mm-hmm. And I started crying. I thought, oh, my gosh, Eileen, you're just all over the map. And I thought, well, that's how God is. He's <laughs> like every emotion. And so I just allowed myself to be as I am. And um, then when you were talking about stop, drop, and pray, I remembered as a child learning stop, look, listen when you're crossing the street. And I can still use that in my prayer right now. Stop, look, look at the goodness of God everywhere, and just listen for the voice. So that's what I I love that, Eileen. Thank you. That's such a contribution. And, you know, I really relate when you say, you know, at first you go to that little bit of self-judgment, like, oh, I'm all over the place. But then you go back into allowing it to be. And I I feel like my, my process through life, I think a lot about jazz music and improvisational jazz music and I feel like that's me, you know? And you know, I love what I love what you did because it reminds me of something I, I read about the word perfection. I probably mentioned this on another podcast, but that there is a translation in the Bible where uh from this one scholar translates that word to mean inclusive. And we're always it's always about include, include, include. Like the more dualistic our consciousness is, you know, I have a thought. Maybe it's a mean thought. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a, a blaming thought, right? Oh, now I'm out of God. Now I'm out of God. You know, I was in the loving. Now I'm out of the loving. But when you include, okay, I'm going to include that, include the judging thought, the blaming thought. But I don't stop there. I look deeper. You know, what's seeking to be healed here? How is this meanness or this malice or this judgment coming forward for me? What's asking to be healed? So you just keep including and including and including, and it is all God. Like you said, God is all. And I'm going to use that stop, look, and listen. I think we all can. So thank you so much. I wanted to say one other thing about, I read somewhere that perfection leads to procrastination, which leads to paralysis. Yes, I think many of us can relate to that, yeah. (laughs) And I think the very opposite is true, that through prayer and this inclusiveness, it actually leads to right action. It leads to just the next indicated step. It leads to, you know, us you know, connecting to our courage to act. So, again, mm-hmm. thank you so much. Oh, I just got a three more Ps. Prayer leads to power, which leads to peace. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you so much. So it is interesting, isn't it, how words can really kind of connect us to a starting point, you know, And so I like these words that are coming up to be available to us. So we'll go to Kristen now. Hello. It looks like Colorado, Denver. Hello. Yes, hello. I wanted to 
I wanted to respond to what you were saying at the beginning of our call today. And I, I never have really gotten an answer to my question, but I did not embark on my adult life knowing these things about the law of attraction, knowing these things about, um, you know, the embodiment of of certain characteristics or the embodiment of something that you want, and then you get it. And my life, I'll call it in the past, was always good. Things came to me. I manifested things. Maybe I didn't know how I was doing it. Maybe I was embodying the uh, characteristics, and that's why things came to me. But nobody's really been able to address that for me until you did this morning in, in the beginning of our call to think about, is that what we have to do? And it is very tiring. It, it kind mm-hmm. of wears you out or it wears me out to have yeah. to think about all of that all of the time. So that's just my comment. Thank you. Thank you. I so appreciate that. You know, sometimes it's so good to have, you know, an understanding like, you know, the law of attraction, which is, you know, considered to be one universal law of, of among many. But sometimes it, you are just in league with the flow and all that, which, as Christian says, can be tiring you don't necessarily need to do. And then the other thing I want to say, and don't exactly hold me to this, you know, because I'm always evolving myself, but I guess it's just after having worked with so many people, you know, again, like the amount of prayer sessions I've done in my 30 years, you know, thousands upon thousands, you know, maybe close to at least 25,000. I've seen so many people get what they want. Um, you know, the house, the car, the money. I've seen so many things come into alignment, but it did not produce the peace they thought it would. And this is an old wisdom piece that people know. I mean, it, it's great. You get a fabo dopamine rush for a 15 minutes or maybe 24 hours or maybe you're you know, on cloud nine for a week at the most. But that set point of suffering is not healed by getting what we want. I mean, it's a wonderful feeling. And I I would prefer us all to receive that which we want than not. I mean, that's just who I am. And yet so many of the things I didn't receive were the best and the greatest gifts. I ever had because it brought me deeper into my own true nature, out of which suffering really is thinned out, reduced. And, you know, the what I understand is living in the unified field where, again, this quote I'm so in love with lately, you know, in my world, all prayers are answered. They're not answered later. They're answered now. As you and I cultivate the willingness to live in the present, 
not in the concepts of past, future. Everything is an answered prayer. I mean, just look around you right now and see if you can locate three things you're experiencing that are answered prayer. And imagine just living in concert with the vibration, you know, of that. That is the having consciousness out of which you have more and more and more. When I say more and more and more, I'm talking about more and more and more tranquility, peace, lightness, uh, joy. Ah, so we will move to our written, some written request again. I'd love to hear from you. Star two, raise your hand. And we're going to pop over here to Diane in Wales. Hi, Angela. Could we have a prayer for the people of Syria and Turkey affected by this devastating earthquake? Also, can we pray for the rescue service and everyone involved in providing aid? Many things, Angela, loving like I am. So when you have a relationship to prayer, you are never helpless in relationship to something going on, even thousands upon thousands upon thousands of miles away from you, or, you know, if it's happening in the next room. So prayer transcends time and space. It's non-local. And this is a wonderful, wonderful prayer request because, you know, we, for anyone watching the news, you've seen the pictures of the devastation. You've seen that maybe perhaps someone crying uh, due to a loss. You're seeing people wrapped in blankets. You're seeing people lifted up and out of the rubble, and you're seeing the 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 cheering, and then you're seeing perhaps a parent whose child did not come out of the rubble or a spouse whose beloved other did not come out. So, so many emotions, so much going on. So it's easy when we think of this to think of, wow, you know, I'm, I just so love seeing the child come out of the rubble. And, oh, it's just so hard to witness the person whose beloved didn't make it, or perhaps you see uh, someone taken out of the rubble, their face covered with a blanket, who, oh, that person didn't make it. So right there we're in good and bad, right and wrong, should and shouldn't, good news and bad news. And we kind of buy into it, many of us do anyway, just we write and buy in, yeah, that's clearly good, and yeah, that's clearly bad. You know, I'm assuming that. To pray from a non-dualistic space, we are witnessing something deeper. We have to move into a deeper space than what appears. Judge not by appearances. So every stone, every broken block of, of brick or cinder block, we are to witness the presence of divine loving intelligence in each body carried out 
of the rubble who have transcended their body temple. We are to bow in honor a life well lived. In every individual we witness grieving, perhaps even howling in anguish, in, in, in terrible grief that their loved one is no longer embodied in you know, the physical. We are to witness a calm and a peace. We are to witness their heart breaking open to deeper love. And we are to witness the reality that in reality, there is no death. That they cannot be separated in love from their love one, their loved one. So we are witnessing connection. At the same time, we're not divorcing ourselves like, oh, well, I wonder why you're sad. You know, you're connected to I'm in divine reality, right? That that would be pretty um, divorced from their experience. So at the same time, we're entering into such a profound compassion for their experience, their valid experience. So we're holding space this grief and as we see the men, the women, the children that walk out of the rubble we bless them with such gratitude for the hope and the, that they give us all when we see life arising in a way we understand and prefer perhaps like And then we continue to go deeper where we don't call one preferred and one not. We continue to witness the movement of God. Again, lean not unto our own understanding, but witness the movement of God. And so as I listen to Diane's request, I hope what I've done here for all of us, I hope you've hung in with me. I'm just narrating in a way. Us in non-dual prayer. For the people of Syria, Syria and the people of Turkey. We're even placing our attention on what Diane calls the devastating earthquake. Seems it just brought hardship, destruction, pain, suffering, misery. And yet again, we want to be so humble that we don't know. We don't know. So we even bow to the earthquake as an expression in some way of new life. That's a hard one. In the midst of the earth quaking, what are we to, as Eileen shared with us earlier, what are we to stop and listen and look at there? All God, all God comes.
consciousness needs is a witness to someone, a few of us, to awaken from the dualistic karmic wheel and see only God. And we place our attention on the rescue service individuals, everyone involved in providing aid, as Diane has instructed us. And here, too, we witness a strength of the divine, a purpose of the divine, a clarity of the divine. We witness the healing energy of the divine making itself known, personified. And I and then from here, I don't quite know how to say it, but it's like, and from here, we, we, we declare the best we can, I shall not be moved. I shall not be moved. My consciousness shall not be moved from witnessing the grace. And then this again, this is like, Please, Angela, don't go on, but I'm going to. To the point that we accept only grace. Only grace is occurring. Only mercy is occurring. And we allow the grief, we allow our hearts to break open. Even as we hold those in direct contact with this experience. And we behold the innocence and we behold the love. And so it is. Amen. 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 Sorry, that was... Even that off note of my Tibetan bowl is perfect in God. And it might jar us in a way. And in that moment of being a bit jarred, maybe not you, you may not have heard it like I did on my end. I just include this. I include this. My mind, my dualistic mind, doesn't want to include a, you know, off note. But it is included. So we keep including, including, including what we would name wrong, bad, shouldn't have happened. And we grow ever deeper curious in the loving, even in that, even in that, even in that. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Diane. You know, I always respond to the request that you all bring forward. There's nothing too trivial. There's nothing too enormous that we can't really presence. Prayer, the heal power of Elizabeth in Oslo, thank you so much, Angela, for introducing us to non-dual prayer. In my mind, I think I have so much to ask for prayer for, but maybe it is all about surrendering into prayer and trust the divine guidance and help. I read somewhere that guidance is given one step at a time. Please pray that I'm patient enough to wait for divine guidance, and courage enough to act upon it. 
Ah, Elizabeth, you know, this is such an interesting uh, thing that you bring forward. And so many people have through the years for me. Like, do I, like, name it and claim it so I get what I want? Or do I do, as Elizabeth is suggesting, just drop into God to receive that which is the next step and am given that guidance, as Elizabeth says, step by step. And there's even a a phrase for each of these. One is called, um, I was just going to say it, I think it popped out of my mind. Um, I'm thinking in the book Healing Words by Dr. Larry Dossie, who uh, writes a book about prayer in relationship to medicine. I think it's... um, I don't think I have this right, but I'm going to say it. I think I have it wrong. But it's like direct prayer and non-direct prayer, something like that. But direct prayer is like when you're directing it, like I want, you know, the red car or I want, you know, this rash gone. Non-direct prayer is when you move deeper into, it's kind of a thy will be done. It's a, they, they call it like that. It's a, um, it's it's a very open kind of prayer like like you're trusting the love that you are and you're just aligning with it to let the next thing unfold according to the research he cites in his book both kinds of work there's evidence that both kinds of prayer work and according to the way he cites the evidence the non-directive prayer tends to work better that it when I say work better I hate using that language in a way and I I don't even like prayer works prayer doesn't work that's kind of problematic for me but even using words that are imperfect I think we can get to something here that's valuable for all of us and it's that at different stages and phases of our psychological emotional and personal development I think different kinds of prayer are are the right kind of prayer. I think when we're, you know, questioning our worth and value, we're feeling very, very disempowered. There's something great about placing your attention on something, aligning with the the feeling of already having it and letting it come forth. It, it helps us experience our how powerful we are, and that's fantastic. It seems to me that there's another stage where, again, citing what I said earlier, getting what we want does not give us that deeper thing we want necessarily, which is the peace and the love and the trust and the freedom, right? And that's when this non-dual Joel Goldsmith kind of consciousness kind of prayer is so important that Elizabeth, you're talking about, you know, it's an honor to wait on the Lord. It means you just sit with an openness to having whatever is in alignment with your peace and your joy and your love. It's kind of going directly to the God qualities and letting them your consciousness and then it's kind of 
a surprise to see what happens. Or it's like, oh my gosh, that happened exactly the way I thought it would or wanted it to. So I invite you to experiment with that, Elizabeth. Gwen, hello in Canada. Hi, Angela. Thank you so much for your beautiful prayers and holding such a sacred space for all of us. Blessings to you. Blessings to everyone. Today I'm looking for prayers for myself and my beautiful body. I love that you say your beautiful body. We all have beautiful bodies. I'm going through menopause and I'm trying so hard to support myself and love myself through this transition. The insomnia is my challenge and it feels like it has a hold on me and I'm just not sure how to surrender. I need sleep. We need sleep. How can this be balanced? Can uh, he bring someone to assist or bring me a sign that I'll understand? I've been asking God, but not sure he's listening. If you could pray for me, and then you could give me a little prayer I could say daily, I'd be so grateful. So that's very interesting. So that that as you share your question, you're doing a great job for us of, of kind of speaking the prayer, like the prayer request that you have is what we call dualistic prayer. There's a God, maybe it's a he, a she, a it. It's somewhere there. I'm petitioning. I'm petitioning this entity. And I don't know what the heck is going on. Is he, she, it listening? Am I going to get this? Like, friggin' goodness gracious. I'm in menopause. My hormones are changing. I can't sleep. Insomnia is driving me crazy. And is he, it, she listening? You know. I don't know why it reminds me of this movie, um, Jerry Maguire. There's a line in there, show me the money. It's like, show me the money, show me the results, show me the results. So how would we, how do we put this into prayer? And, And what is the daily prayer for Gwen, that she may experience blessed relief. So I'm going to say a prayer for you, Gwen, and I'm inviting everyone to join me in holding space. We'll see what happens for you, Gwen, and how you feel as you listen and afterwards. And then let's see what happens in terms of this second request for like, what's a daily prayer that I could do? Okay. So let us begin by focusing our attention on our breath, placing our love right where Gwen in Canada is, our love that is non-local, not bound by geography, time, or space. Some of us have been through menopause and, you know, we just want to pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee and go, well, let me tell you how bad it was for me. <laughs> or let, you know, like, you you know, some people may have their own experiences of that or like, oh, I, I breeze through it. So not really focusing on menopause so much as we're focusing on the presence and the power of God as Gwen. 
this idea Gwen is wonderfully and marvelously made. She is an emanation of the one. The analogy so many of us have used, like is God thinking of God? Reality is the ocean. We're all a cup of the ocean. So, so placing my attention on Gwen as everything that is in the ocean of divine loving intelligence of reality is where Gwen is. So I'm placing my attention on balance. I'm placing my attention on divine right or divine rhythm. The morning and the evening, the day and the night, the sleep and the wakefulness. I'm placing my attention I don't know what they actually look at like, but I'm, I'm putting in my mind's eye hormones. And right where hormones are, I'm looking even more deeply into hormones. And I'm, I'm looking for the balance that God is. And I'm knowing the balance that God is, is real. So I'm affirming in the non-dual space of reality that peace, love, clarity, ease, right action is where Gwen is. At the same time, I'm not thinking of imbalanced hormones as something we're going to fix. We're going to fix nothing here to be fixed. There's something here to be served. The balance that already is, is to be served. So I'm opening ever wider in my consciousness for Gwen. And I'm blessing this experience, even the disruption. What is the gift in the disruption that she has experienced in the insomnia? We're looking even for including, including, including God, looking even for the gift there. And we're holding space for this non-dual. It is a healing when we let love, let balance, let well-being. But still, Gwen says, okay, sounds good, good and fine, good and fine, but, 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 but what am I to do? Like, do I see this doctor? Do I take this sitting? I'm going to drop what do you have to do. And instead of what do I do, what should I do, I'm knowing further. I'm inviting everyone and Gwen to know further that she is the movement of God, that it is that is doing her knows what to do. I'm knowing clarity is where Gwen is. And out of that clarity, the divine action occurs. So when I see Gwen, I see balance. I know balance. And I trust balance. I let it be, and so it is. Amen. Amen. Amen.
So, Quinn, to speak further, you know, could you give me a little prayer I could say? I, I think it would be more of a a statement of truth. I'm getting for you something about trusting yourself, like I trust myself. I am balance. I am clarity. Amen. So see, see how that is for you, and I look forward to hearing again uh, what what uh, occurs from that, beloved. Ah, so Hans, hello, hello. We have Hans here with us from Spain. Dear Angela, I would love a prayer for for healing and for. I'm sorry, a prayer for healing for angel pronounced. How do you say angel? I don't know. I don't see that as well from where you live in Spain, who recently has been diagnosed with colon cancer. Bless you, Hans. By the way, I'm on my eighth round of your 21 day of prayer course. I love it. I'm thrilled to hear that, Hans. And just know people all over the world. I get so many emails of people redoing it, like they'll do it once and then it becomes part of their part of their practice. I'm so sorry I can't pronounce your friend's name. It just sounds like angel as I look at it. A-N-C-H-E-L is how you spell it. So I hope it's okay if I'm saying angel. Angel, is that better? Angel, I don't know where to put the to put the um, emphasis, but even with my flaws, prayer can move through. So let us place our attention. Our attention is love, by the way. So we're placing our love right where Anchel is. And we don't know if this person is what kind of state of mind they're in. We don't know. We think, oh, well, maybe they're scared or maybe they're frightened or maybe they're filled with faith that they'll, this will all work out. We don't know. We don't have to know. All we know is this diagnosis has been given. And our job is to drop deep into the I am presence. That's another way to say it. We can call it, as Joel Goldsmith does, since we've been working with this today, God consciousness, which is pure innocence, pure love in its pure well-being. We're more interested in the pure love, the pure well-being, the pure innocence of God consciousness, right where his colon is, or her colon is, than we are well, tell me more about the diagnosis. We're dropping our interest in that. That was told that we immediately, that's just our cue. That's just our clue, our cue to stop, drop, and pray or to look, stop, look, and listen. So we're stopping, we're looking, we're listening. The vibrational frequency of the innocence, of the love, of the newness. Right where this being's colon is. 
Our knowing this God consciousness in every organ, fiber, function of this person's being. And again, we go to, I shall not be moved. This is what we want to stay attuned to. On behalf of N shall in this being's journey. Innocence. Newness. Love. This is all there is. So be it and so it is. Amen. 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 So I'm reading our our requests right now. So this comes from someone in Los Angeles, Farabah, Farabah. Can you please pray for me or anyone who needs clarity and direction to manifest her goals? So what I want to say, Farabah, uh, is, there's my phone, I just turned it off. Um, what I want to say is, ah, what I want to say here is, your goals are already manifested. You have goals. Or you wouldn't even be able to write this prayer request, so... Hallelujah, that's already happening. You have gold. So I just want to really help you uh, just by saying that to remind you in a way that I have goals. I've already manifested goals. And maybe you're way more, like, who knows how much, like, that's amazing. So I think what you're referring to is how do I achieve my goals? What's the direction I need to go in to achieve them? The more you're aware of your goals, the more you listen to them, the more you commune in relationship to that thing. And the direction emerges. So... I'm going to do a very simple one, which you may not think is fair, because maybe your goals you think of as much more complicated than what I'm saying. But let's say my goal is to provide myself with food for the week. That's my goal. Now, I just get all befuddled, like, oh, do I do I write a menu? Do I go straight to the grocery store? Do I just get hungry and when I'm hungry, order food out? Like, what direction do I go in? Okay, it's best to make the menu, right? But I'm hungry now. I better go get something to eat before I do that. Well, I go get something to eat and now I've got to get on with going to work and I don't have time to do the goal, I mean, to do the menu. or You know, and round and round we go. We just chaos. I get really still, my 
My goal is to provide myself with food for the week. From there, I become very receptive. And I just do the next indicated action. For me in this moment, when I go here, the first thing I'm guided to do is look and see what food I have. But stay with your goal. And the next indicated action unfolds from there. And you're letting, let there be light. You're letting, letting, letting the achievement of the goal happen. And that's a really important piece, is the allowing, the letting. Many of us are so familiar with the problem orientation that really living in solution orientation is much more difficult. I mean, when I say much more difficult, it's like, you know, I say I want a solution, but do I really? Because that's going to require me to change. And then if I really achieve these food, these goals, if I get the food, oh my God, that might mean I have to cook the food. And, you know, my goodness, that might be a landmine for me, you see, for various reasons, you know. Um, I love to cook, but it never comes out right. Or I hate to cook. I can't believe I'm in the kitchen. Or I like to cook, but I don't want to clean up. See, yada, 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 yada goes our dualistic thinking. We want to just let those thoughts go and stay attuned to this unified field of clarity that each of us actually is. Oh, so I'm so grateful for our beautiful time together. We have had our hour of prayer power. We are now closing again. My name is Angela Montano, angelamontano.com. Please go to my website, sign up if you're listening to the recording so you can get the links and come live. Um, and also you'll get other emails from me rarely, but on occasion sharing various things I'm doing if you want to be part of it. So uh, I thank you all for being part of this very powerful prayer collective. I was looking at the stats, the analytics for our prayer on the air outreach, and we are really doing it. There's not a single day that people are not listening to prayer on the air somewhere in the world. Sometimes more people than less, but uh, that's, that's quite an achievement that we're keeping this energy of prayer moving from individual to individual, country to country, state to state, uh, province to province, region to region. This is all serving the global heart of humanity awakening. Prayer is a language of intimacy and unity. And the more we awaken to being able to relate to one another prayerfully rather than in a polarized way, 
We will be smiling at one another more easily. We will be serving one another more easily. We will be in even more solution orientation. And so much prayer energy is already flowing. And we're just bringing great contribution to this at this pretty extraordinary time uh, that we're living in. So this time of such disequilibrium, prayer brings us into equilibrium. So you're doing a great service for the world by being part of this. And I really do thank you from the bottom of my heart for joining me. So let us close in prayer now. And I close with thank you, thank you, thank you, thank, 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 thank you. And thank, 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 thank the universe. Thank me, thank us. As I thank you and thank me and thank us, I'm thanking the one. I'm just in gratitude for life itself, flowing, expressing, expanding. I'm so interested in your peace and in your love and in your joy. I'm interested in my peace and love and joy. I'm interested in the peace and love and joy of all those whom I love. I'm so interested. I'm even willing to step out of worry and fear and dread and all the habits that I have when I'm in fear. I'm willing to lay them down at the altar of the Holy Spirit. Maybe you are too. Maybe you'll join me in this. That would be, I'm willing to be less critical, less controlling. I'm willing to be less judgmental. I'm willing to be more forgiving. I'm willing to remind myself more of the innocence and the the love that I am, that you are, that is. I'm willing to receive and let the light be. I'm willing to question my limited thinking. Maybe I don't know everything. I'm willing to enter into the I don't know mind open, receptive to heaven on earth, which for me just means a harmony in the in the living. I say thank you, dear God, for this and so much more. I let go, I let God, and so it is. Amen. 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 Thank you all so very, very much.